Did you Pop. yell in there again? Pop City. You hear that? Pop City. That's called peaking. Every day, son. I wasn't such a fatty ass. Hey, this is the family show. Dun, See. Dun, 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 dun. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the Mo oh, 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 and oh, show, 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 show. Yeah. I'm Mo Morales. And I'm Omar Gonzalez. We are from New Jersey. We're photographers. We like tech. And this podcast is about just two friends. And we are friends. I lied last night. We were together third grade or fourth grade? I met you at uh, the beginning of third grade when I used to go over for reading. In Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I was put in the slower <laughs> classes and Omar was in the higher classes. But my teacher realized I wasn't supposed to be in the slower yeah, he was a bright kid. So she, that would go over to, for reading in his classes. Do you guys do that too? We were friends. We've been friends, like close friends, since the fourth grade. But we actually hadn't start. We didn't start hanging out. Until we weren't after close high friends school. in no. fourth grade because you were a little pompous, tying wearing little kid. Listen, <laughs> I like my ties. I was from the projects, the hood, and you were you were from a nice neighborhood in Hoboken. I was, I was, and you used to wear ties to school. Which, but that's my mom. She I know, forced me to wear I know. ties. Once I met your mom, I'm like, oh. <laughs> it makes sense. You judge me because of my time? We did. We were evil kids from the project. We? Oh. Yes. Oh my Om- Omar the tie wearer. <laughs> no, uh, who's no, your friend a, now? These are all lies, by the way. Yeah. Uh, only I judge you. No. <laughs> Nobody else. But it, uh, actually in high school, we were in the same English class. Remember same Mr. Gelly. No, Yakalo. Yakalo. Mr. Anthony Yako. He was Mr. Mr. Moellis. Yeah. What, what is Mr. Moellis doing? <laughs> Mr. Moellis. Mr. Moellis, would you like to read the next chapter? Everything was a question with him. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why, why is Lassero doing that? Yeah. Mr. Gonzalez. And we all sat in the back row. Do you remember? Like a bunch of hoods. Yes, because we were so hood. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the seats were like, we arranged them all on the yes, back. And it, was, were... it was so breakfast uh, club. Club, yeah. Not, not real life type world there. Yeah. This was our English class in high school. Anyway, so we were friends through high school. And then afterwards, the, what bonded us together was photography. And we just... We I had mean, a splitting, obviously, as, as adults. Yeah, you too. went to the Marines. You went to college. Yeah. You became a teacher. I did you know, a couple of years uh, across different states. And then because of the reunion, yeah, everything re-clicked. Yeah, yeah. So it's... we had a reunion in 2010 because we're old. And... You know, we, we both bought our cameras to the reunion. You know, we both realized we could learn and grow together. Yeah, it and was that, great. That was the beginning of our romance. I mean, of our wonderful <laughs> friendship. We're outed. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that beard. <laughs> okay. okay, so in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about Omar needs a new phone. Apple, it's, I'm over. I'm over Apple. Why, why am I over? over? You, you know, know why you're over Apple? Because Apple does what they do and they do it so well but once you have a sip of their coffee you're buying the beans from them yeah then you're buying the the filters from them then you're buying the coffee machine from them yes everything once you're into their ecosystem they they drag you in deeper and deeper and then it's so hard to get out i know and what i'm finding is um I, I used to find Apple super easy to use. That was one of their selling points yes. was super easy to use. Give it the grandma she could use it. Uh, totally, right? And I'm a grandma. <laughs> hey, mommy. <laughs> but now, like, for example, I'll give you an example of annoying Apple. iTunes is a disaster. There is a shuffle button at the top of iTunes. And if I press it, it just starts shuffling my music. Like, it, it's not a button to turn on or off shuffle. Do you understand? Yes. So then I go, all right, it must be a different button. And I'm looking everywhere 
app, like I said, Apple used to be so easy to use. I'm actually searching how to stop my music from shuffling, right? Uh -huh. You know what someone suggested? What? Tell Siri to stop shuffling your music. Did it work? Oh, well, well, I said, hey, Siri, turn off shuffle mode. Sorry, Omar. I can't do that. You're not listening to the music app. Okay, so, but I was listening to the music app. She's no. so disrespectful. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Omar. <laughs> Shut up! No, what? Um, while listening to the music app, I told her to stop shuffling. She said, shuffle mode is off. It didn't turn it off. Even though Siri said it was off, mm. she lied. Well, according to her, it's off. Series is stupid if of all. Oh, let me rephrase that. Series Siri is the least intelligent of all the intelligent assistants. If I hit shuffle, it's obviously shuffling now, right? right? So people said, you know what? Go to these three buttons at the bottom. There's nothing here to like turn shuffle mode off. So here's the true test: Can Mo turn off shuffle mode? What music is that I hear? Something to try and make you feel at home. <laughs> okay, he's in the music app. I mean, he's in the settings under music. See what I'm saying? You're search like yeah, you're looking. I, I can't find it. You yeah. can't find it, and I feel like this is just a small example of what Apple has become, where it's either Safari. Like for example, I downloaded uh, a song. It just automatically opens up in iTunes. The song starts playing in iTunes. Mm -hmm. Like they want you, whatever you download, whatever MP3, iTunes will open up. Right. I have to, I have to search like how not to get the computer to do that. It's very annoying because the same thing with the the it, it's all Apple though. They're they 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 put out speakers, their home the home, home yeah, pod, yeah the home pod and you can't use it with anything but Apple stuff. Oh, it has no Bluetooth. It, it it's 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 a garbage speaker. Yeah. Well, no no, it's one of the best sounding speakers. I'll say that, but that's it. It's a great Apple speaker. You can only hook up your phone or your watch I think, to it. I think yeah. again. Because they don't care that you you want to use it with someone else, something else. You're going to use it with our product. Wow, that's how they keep. That's how come they're a trillion dollar company. So you just bought a Mac, though. Mm -hmm. Why did you? Because you were a PC guy. I bought a Mac because of the fact that it's it's supposed to be more creative friendly. Yeah, for yeah. the creatives. That's what they started out being. Right, and I've had PCs all my life. I say, you know what? Let me try to change over to a Mac, and I'll tell you the greatest thing. And you notice this right away. Editing my color balance totally on the on the on the Mac has gone to where it should be. Well, to me, I'm always been producing my own colors. So to be honest with you, as weird as this is gonna sound, I was never worried about color balance yeah. because when I looked at my photo printed, exactly what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I have learned to program my brain to what I want. <laughs> what about the screen? Got it. Got it. So you did your own like white right processing. So, so color exactly processing. what I wanted. But it, but if I was helping you know Omar edit any his work, we wouldn't match up. Yeah. And that was because he he knows exactly what it's supposed to look like on his stuff, and that's what he wanted as an output. And my output in my brain was going to match up with Omar's stuff, but I didn't realize he was looking through a Mac. Yeah. And when I got to the Mac, it completely right off the bat. Uh, cleaned up my color balance where now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start doing it this Absolutely. way. Absolutely. And their panels, their displays are known as the best. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what I use it for. For photo editing, the computer has been running great. So that's not a problem. The phone, however, I came from, like I told you, a Moto X to the iPhone. And now I'm just finding the iPhone is just 
this iPhone 6s Plus. I need a new phone. Like it's slowing down. So, it gets filled up, yeah. which we should talk about. Do you know about the throttling that they started doing with the yeah, iPhone? Yeah, that was another. That was another reason. I was like, forget this. Yeah, the throttling. Like, we want to save your battery, so we're going to slow your phone down. Give me the choice, which is what they're doing now, but they were doing it sneakily. And I, I, you see, I always have two phones. I have an Android phone at all time, and I have an iOS phone at all time. This time I have the Apple, um, the 10. And the reason I have an iOS phone, because I love the app system, the ecosystem for apps in the iOS, the iOS is, is superior to the Android <sighs> app system and how they're nervous. That's the whole thing that, so, you know, once you're in, you don't get out. I got the Mac. And one day, my watch unlocked it. Do you know how amazingly simple that makes your life is as soon as you get your watch close enough to your Mac, it unlocks? Yeah. And that's how they get you to, to get deeper into the cycle. In yeah, the for sure. Well, what about AirDrop? For example, AirDrop. AirDrop. Oh. I, I shot a little B-roll for the YouTube video really mm -hmm. quick of me, the chickens. You saw the shot of yes. me like sh photographing the chickens. Shooting the chickens, I was going to say. <laughs> Everyone down! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, those are turkeys. Yeah, close enough. So I needed to transfer that footage. And with AirDrop, you could just AirDrop it to the computer. Yes, yes. I mean, Android has Android Beam and, you know, sharing in that format. But it's nowhere near the level of AirDrop. Exactly. It's nowhere near so the level. So your watch to the phone, to the Mac, and to if you iPad. had the speaker, the iPad. Mm -hmm. And if you take a picture here, it shows up everywhere. everywhere. So that's what I'm saying. That ecosystem is the main reason people either stay with them or jump on board for them. The other reason I don't want to go uh, back to another Apple is because, like, I'm gonna hold on to the headphone jack. I want a headphone jack. And you jack. should have that right. I know. You should have that right. I mean, not this. This is a head. This is the headphone jack now. Yeah. This is actually a lightning port connector, but it's actually dubs with a with a dongle. Do you carry your dongle? I sometimes I have it. I have um, headphone cases, and in my headphone cases that um, I travel with, there is a dongle in there. Because sometimes I don't have my other phone with me, and I will want to listen to headphone music. But wait, when you work out, you said this is your workout one. Yeah, but what that one's have? Bluetooth. Bluetooth oh, you have workout. Bluetooth. You have Bluetooth. I have uh, sweatproof Bluetooth got headphones it, for headphones. That's what they want. Out. They want wireless, wireless everything. And and there's a rumor, uh, you know how Apple rumors are like everywhere. Yeah. There's a new rumor that Apple is going to be bold enough now that they have wireless to charging to not include the dongle. To not I saw that. To not include the dongle at all. Fathers. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And that's, that's saying, listen, jump aboard, kids, because the train's moving. But people are taking it. People are buying that, that the new MacBook Pro that's mm -hmm. over, you know, it's got like rumors of overheating and being throttled itself. Right. And it's got no ports except that one. You have to buy dongles. But people I, keep buying. I, I don't know. I they're going to keep going. Ultimately, we should be looking forward to a world where less wires, less complication. But as a true audiophile, and you're, you're an audiophile yeah. yourself. You still can't, as, as good as the latest version of Bluetooth is, the new Sony headphones rock the latest version of the Bluetooth, which is the most purest sound you can get still from Bluetooth. Okay. It doesn't compare to a pair of Sennheiser yeah. plugged-in headphones where you could, if you close your eyes, you think... The band is there. Is the band is there. You could, you could hear instruments you've never heard before uh, that you're never going to hear through Bluetooth yet. Eventually, we might get to that technology. We're not there today. So I appreciate Apple trying to push us because as soon as they do something, everyone's going to try to get Which better. Which is happening. Look at the Google Pixel. That doesn't have a headphone jack. It even has a notch coming up. You believe that? Google's well, going it, with a That's notch. 2018 for yeah. you. They're all notches. So my hang-up, I wanted the OnePlus 6, but the hang-up is the... That's why I asked you about the removable, the removable storage. Should I get a 128 
one pix, you know, um, one plus six and be happy? Will I be happy with a one? Here's how I figured out what size of phone I needed. I looked at uh, when I swapped my iPhone eight and upgraded to the 10 when I went to T-Mobile, I said to myself, how much memory am I using on this 256 gig iPhone eight plus? It was barely 48 gigabytes. Okay. And I'm not, I don't, I delete my videos right off. Once I upload it to my uh, Mac, I delete them off my phone. Got it. Um, And same thing with pictures. I don't keep pictures on here long term once I put them on the Mac. So I didn't need more than 48 gigs. So I was happy going with the 64 gigs. 64, I got it. Now, sometimes I feel like it's not enough memory, so maybe I should have gone for the 256, but I'm never completely like disappointed with is 64. Is that the jump? They don't have a 128? There is no 128. That's killer. It's, it's ridiculous. That is an it's Apple thing. Apple thing. Oh. Like, here's one because it's basic. You could buy it. Wow. But if you really want something realistically better, jump up to here. So is the 64 the $1,000 one? $1,000 or 1290 something. That's crazy. And then, of course, with taxes, you're paying close to 1500 bucks for a phone. Do, spe- do people still know that they're they're paying for their phone each month? You know, like uh, some people don't realize that. Yeah, you're putting this. They're like, down. I got it for two hundred. No, no, you did not. <laughs> Your monthly bill is about to go up thirty bucks a month. They don't know. No, they don't. I, that's why I buy most of my phones outright if I can't get them for free. Yeah. You know, I, I I deal with a lot of swapping. I do a lot of trading with people because we like to test each other's phones out, or I just go to Swappa.com, not sponsored, and you sell it. And what happens is T-Mobile and other companies were offering a buy one, get one free on the the G7. So people who got the free one are selling them at dirt cheap prices. Got it, got it. So you would be surprised how affordable this phone is once it's on Swampa. Got it. All right, good to know. And and they sell used phones. People who have used their phones and are about to sell, like me, I've sold all my phones through Swampa. And you make great money back for, you know, a phone you've used for a year and people still want them. Like I said in the previous episode, buy last year's flagship model. Yeah. And it's better than, you know, some of the mid-range phones that are out there now. I I warn you about um, uh, the OnePlus 6 because if you do any kind of selfie video, just real quick vlog to do something, The crop is really tight. Oh, I saw that. In an, yeah, yeah, I saw that. In one I hate no, nothing more than I hate than a crop, a tight crop. I want a wide selfie. Yeah, so the LG G7 super wide selfie. I have a good idea for the phone companies. Tell me. Tell you me. Ready? Okay. You ready? Okay. You ready? You ready? Forget the selfie cam. Put a little screen on this side. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. A little screen that turns on. That way you could like use the one good camera and just use the little screen to frame yourself. That's a great idea. Thank you. Copyright Omar. Drop the mic. Take it off and drop it. <laughs> Dios oh, so mio. So when you get when you're when you're getting your kids, you you work with uh, teenagers now with the bar mitzvah stuff. What do you do to engage with them to make them give you what you're looking for? So I feel like the first ten minutes that I meet them are super important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't even pick up the camera. We don't start shooting right away. And so my personality is such that um, I build trust really quickly because you have to. You're right. meeting the kid usually. Either, I don't do any pre-sessions where I meet with the family before like shooting. There's no time for that. that. Yep. That's one thing you could do. You can meet with the family beforehand, hang out with them for coffee or ice cream. <laughs> I like ice cream. It's delicious. <laughs> Gelato. Uh, and then you like break the ice that way. And then when you shoot, you're... The, the warm-up period is over. They know you. 
But I have about 10 minutes where I warm them up. So my suggestion is, or what I do with the teenagers, is um, cameras down and I we shake first. <laughs> we actually physically shake. Hey, if you've never seen Omar shake... You t- oh, this, this, those this, this, this is not doing it justice. He is the most shaky, flinky, slinky man in the world. Do you remember Menu though? Yes, Ricky, Bobby. No, that, oh, that's, that's that's a new addition. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you do the shake. Uh, for teenagers, we do like shake because they're usually kind of stiff, and we do we actually warm up. So we do like a little jog in place and kind of like it breaks. Do they them. ever look at you like, "Are you crazy?" Totally, man? every time. Like, dude, I'm too cool for that. <laughs> Where's my well, phone? That's what, Click. <laughs> that's what it does. It gets it breaks the ice of uh, I need to pose. I need mm. to be cool. I got I think about remember when we were kids. Mm. I can't imagine someone photographing me. I was like, ooh, 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 <laughs> Happy Tuesday. It's Saturday, sir. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it it lets them be a child, it lets them be a kid. And then we actually go through our posing. So what I'll do is I'm like, all right, we have a standard set of looks we're going for. We're going for cool teen which is magazine. I call it magazine. You don't say cool teen, do you? Yeah, I say we're going for cool teen magazine. Okay. So they they already know what that means because that's either like a cool, you know, like a, a squinch or mm-hmm. something. And I'll do it for them. I'll be like... I like that word, squinch. Exactly. Our second look is um, sweet. If it's a girl, sweet. What did I say for boys? I say something like um, smiles. I just call it smiles. Uh, and then we're going for fun. So this is where we're either jumping or we're, we're high energy. So I break the ice before picking up the camera by having them do the things we're going to do. Gotcha. And so it's almost like a 10-minute gym class. So gotcha. it's like we shake, we jump, and then I do what they're going to do. So I say, hey, you're going to mirror me. We'll face each other, and I'll say, okay, pose. We're going to take our thumbs, put it in our belt loops, turn shoulder, down, squinch. I don't work with teenagers, but... We, we have the same philosophy in, in a way. Like I will, if I'm doing a family group, yeah. a Christmas picture, family portrait pictures, no need for the pre-meeting. If I'm going to see you in your underwear or something like oh, that. Like boudoir I, stuff. Yeah. I, yeah, boudoir stuff. Or something that you're going to be more uncomfortable than normal. I always say, hey, you and your boyfriend, let's go have some coffee. That's another thing. I don't, I say no boyfriends at the shoot because okay. I've learned that you may not be comfortable with what you're shooting, but then when they get the product, like, oh, baby, you look beautiful. They don't know what you're doing. So right. a and pose could be like legs up on the wall. Yo, my get out of here. <laughs> yeah, what you doing, what son? You doing? So, yeah, so I find, but but I always say, hey, let's all get some coffee together. And that way we could answer questions, get to know each other. And that way you're not meeting me cold for the first time. Yeah, and you can show them examples I of what you do. I am 240 pounds bearded bald-headed you know yeah, man yeah. and if you're meeting me for the first time at a shoot i could be intimidating exactly i could be something like oh is this guy yeah, funny you show that you're uh just not trying to get someone naked you're like professional you're it's a business that exactly kind of stuff. exactly so that's that's the same thing i do and then and then once we again meet for the shoot it's that no camera in hand just talking, getting to know each other. How was your ride here? Did you have a good time? Yeah, yeah. What kind of outfits you have? Are you relaxed? Are you ready? Yeah, the pre-shoots. And I make funny faces. And, you know, <laughs> I make everyone laugh and relax because it's, there's nothing more important. Either you're shooting teenagers or shooting grown adults. There's nothing more important than to have a relaxed look. Absolutely. Like, people are like... Yeah, yes. Yeah, you don't stiff. want that, you know... Even trying to look sexy, you know, I bet. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. Like, how is this? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> All right, work the hands. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I would say like uh, another example of of someone that you should go meet beforehand is younger children. 
So, so I, I used to shoot younger children. So we're talking uh, anywhere from like two to five, six. Um, and that age, they need to see you being goofy. And so it's you really, if you want to photograph children, you kind of have to be a, a children whisperer, which luckily, I, you know, I was given the gift you of, are. You are. Of, of tapping into the age group. Right. It is. You're right. It's very important because they meet you and they're so trained. Well, some kids are so trained to either you have to fully respect this person. Yeah. Or I can be very comfortable with this person. Exactly. And you once you establish that, they'll remember that in a week or two when they see you again. Exactly. And then you've already broken through the first now, level. I'm so good with kids that I can do the thing I do with the teenagers with younger kids. But here's the secret. You have to ignore the kids. You actually have to, let's say you have a three-year-old, right? They're grabbing onto mom's leg. The, our instinct as adults is to do what? Oh, we'll see. The, the, how no, old no. are you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't <crazy>. touch me. <laughs> what you have to do is you talk to mom, and you have to be the way you're going to act with the kid with mom. So what you do is you show them like, hey, I'm going to, you pre- even pretend that you're going to photograph mom, and you do the warm-up with mom, and mom starts laughing, the kid relaxes. The kid relaxes. And once you see that the shoulders go down, they start letting go of mom. You exactly. kind of realize. Yeah, you, you realize. And then it, then it's per kid. If the kid's really shy, then we, we just do, we sit on stoops and we kind of just work that scene. We sit with mom, you know. Mm-hmm. If the kid starts to go wild, like right away they know you're fun. You could do running. You could like start skipping down the alleyway. Oh, let's do that one more, one more, one more. And you can shoot with a long lens even, them coming down, them walking. When you're working with kids, have you run into a situation where we had to deal with belligerent type kids or yes. kids that weren't super cooperative, cooperative, or it's a lovely? Yes. Um, I do have, I've had a few. Most people, most kids want to connect and will go along with the ride because they're used to following adults, teachers and mm-hmm. caregivers and parents. So if you're a goofball, they're going to follow you goofy and have a good time. But there are some kids who are, and, and it's funny, it's not the younger kids. It's the in-betweeners. Those are your seven, your eight, and your nine. The testers. The testers. So with the testers, they already are too cool for you to be goofy. Mm-hmm. So you kind of... You can't ask them what grade they're in. You stop with that already. They've heard that mm-hmm. a thousand. How old are you? What grade are you in? What do you play video games? <laughs> uh, so the testers are a problem. And the way to get through the testers is really to treat them older than they are. So you actually have to treat the seven-year-old as if they're 12. Right. right. And then they're like, whoa, this guy thinks I'm cool. And so they try to do a less less of the testing. You know, they they that's what I found. Good. That's, that's something I, I asked that because in case there's new people out there shooting kids, they have to realize there's going to be a, a point where not every child is going to be sunshine and rainbows. Totally. But that doesn't mean you can't get a great shoot from them. Yeah, and I think uh, you kind of have to be a psychologist too. You have to say, hey, what's this? why is this child doing this? It's not directed at me. Like, why does the kid keep, you know... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so bad. Go ahead, keep going. Smoking crack? What were you going to say? <laughs> yeah, no, oh, no. All right. I was thinking about my adults that I had the same kind of situations with. Like, she's not acting this way because of me. She's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Testers win with me because I have a you're low test. You're too nice. Test, and you're yeah. super nice. So I found that that was never going to work for me because I would end up losing every time. So I decided that I would, I would stick with adults. I, I love shooting men I could speak to, teenagers I could speak to, women I could speak to. Yeah. 
kids that are, are testers, I can't connect with. I've seen you. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you are the whisperer. Like, yeah. He's like, he's like Spock. Funny. He goes. <laughs> yeah. The Vulcan. <laughs> Sit down, kid. But you're an amazing, like, goofy guy for adults. Like, you're a big squishy toy which melts people <laughs> and then you break their ice. Yeah, I find that that's very, very... Uh, I've, I've done so many shoots that I, I've always get that comp, that comment at the end is like, when I first got here, I was so nervous, but you made me relax so You're quickly. like fun to be around, yeah. and I think that's great for boudoir. Mm-hmm. We're doing outdoor... Uh, I'll, I'll give you a picture of Laura here. Okay. Um, even we're doing outdoor uh, photography. She, she, she was very nervous that day, but... You know, we were able to, to laugh and joke and, and everything just melts once you start laughing. Yeah, yeah. Laughter yeah. is a tool that we use, both use for different uh, outputs, but we get what we need from it. Totally, totally. And I think that um, you just have to find what age group you like shooting the most. And I think that teen, tween, whatever, I love working with that awkward you know, I remember being such a goofy 12-year-old mm. to make those kids look cool and look awesome. And when they see those pictures, they're uh, like, oh, my God, the yeah, lighting so the, is great. It goes both ways. They love the photographs and how good they look, but I get so much from it being like, I made this kid look epic. I made this I, kid look great. Same thing works with me. I've, I've phototra- photographed women that weren't um, what everyone thinks is yeah. the right size. And to me, I always say, you find beauty in every single person. Yeah. And when I show them that you can be beautiful, not only did they they laugh with me while the sh- they see the shoot, then they cry with me when they get oh, the when they get the output. Nice, that's great. And I think that's that's the most important thing. I think you have to learn. I'm looking right at you, folks. You have to learn to shoot what you love, not for a paycheck, because if you don't love shooting what you're shooting, it's going to make your job harder. And if your job is harder going in, there's no way you're going to get a good output from your client. Absolutely. Learn to shoot what you love, and then start charging. Because if you start doing kids photography and you hate kids <laughs> you're in the wrong business you know so same with anything same with weddings same with if you yeah. don't want yeah if you want if you don't want to be around big crowds of people weddings might not be for you yeah flower uh, photography yes so again find what you love first in this in this world of photography and then if you want to start charging for it then go for it but don't jump into something to make money it'll show absolutely it will show that's when to grow on that's one to grow on. This was great, buddy. Hey, Omar, I love hanging out with you. I, I get, love hanging I, out with I you. I get too. coffee every time I come over. So, you know, I don't know if we've talked about it, but Omar makes the best, the best dang coffee. Yeah, brother. Outside of anywhere in the world. All right. So uh, check us out on the Anchor app. Leave it a comment on the YouTube channel and ask us questions on the Anchor app by using the message button. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.